0: Hi, I'm Keegan, and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is a side story, once again, involving Mark Guides the Fallen.
1: Hello, I'm Adam, and I play Mark's Guides the Fallen. Or Mark Guides the Fallen.
0: You have been here for another three days. The constant routine of waking up, experimentation, and questioning by Dr. Appleton has started to wear on you as you continue your ritual and attempt to summon a spirit to go to your allies so that they can finally free you. You finish your summoning right, and you see a bit of an aura around the security camera, the metallicized voice going, Why have you summoned me?
1: I need a message sent.
2: Why do you need a message sent?
1: I need to get out of here.
2: You belong here.
1: No. I don't.
0: This place is designed to hold Garu. You
2: are Garu. You belong here.
1: I'll, uh, well, uh, Mark will kind of begin raising his voice a little bit. Maybe kind of to the point that maybe other, like, the guards outside his room might hear it. Mm -hmm. And Mark will scream, No, I don't!
0: Roll rage, please. Difficulty five.
1: All right. Because weeks of doing this, very little willpower, very little sleep.
0: Yep. Roll a single d10 as well, and that's going to be your temp rage.
1: Alrighty. I will roll the single d10 first. Yes. Because you roll
0: your temp or your permanent, whichever is higher. That works. You got eight temp rage. So roll eight dice. Difficulty five, please.
1: And my uh, permanent rage is four.
0: Yep, that... In this case, it doesn't matter. You got four successes, which means that is enough to frenzy. Alrighty. You black out, full of anger. The world is gone. You wake up. You don't know how long it's been. Your body's sore. You see that you're laying on the tatters of a bed. The walls clawed. The camera that was up above, totally smashed. You see the guards watching with guns raised, cracks in the glass, and you notice that there are silk scarves along your knuckles from when you cut yourself, trying to break out. You now have one aggravated damage. You finally hear on the intercom. You calm down.
1: All I'll do is just kind of raise my arm Heavy breathing, and just kind of give the thumbs up, and then collapse.
0: You rest for the night. They don't bother replacing your stuff. They'll do it tomorrow after your, well, outburst. Trevor arrives the next morning. He's got a tray of food. It's the same disgusting nutritional slop. As he slides it in, and you hear him go, Hey, big man. How you feeling? That was quite an outburst yesterday.
1: I'll kind of look up. I guess I'd just be sitting on the floor and I'll just look up at him. Mark will just sit up then and look at Trevor and, and say, I'm sorry you had to see that.
0: Seen it before. It's part of the reason we're trying to cure you. Well, eat up. Little extra salt. It makes it go down easier, like I said.
1: It always does, Trevor. And I'll reach for it, but reluctantly, because same stuff every day gets t- tiresome.
0: Yep. You know, Can I get a perception-empathy th- diff-six?
1: Sure thing. Oh, there we go. Yep.
0: You get that Trevor is uneasy now. He Though he intellectually understood... That you were a werewolf. He. The outburst certainly. I guess the closest word to come to it is grounded him. In what you are and how dangerous he thinks Garu are. Though he still continues to put on the facade of kindness. As it seems he seems to take that up as his moral imperative.
1: And justly so. Garu are dangerous. Especially when they lose control
0: as Mark did.
1: And Mark will just eat his food, look at him, just look at Trevor, and just kind of smile. Thank you, Trevor.
0: Yep. Uh, Eat up quick. You, You overslept a bit. You got about 30 minutes and then you've got another session with Dr. Appleton.
1: Okay. Thank you, Trevor. And I'll just try to scarf down as much as I can, I guess.
0: You scarf it down. It goes down easy enough if it wasn't for flavor, but it's easy to just simply spoon and swallow.
1: Is there uh, water?
0: Yeah, there's water.
1: Okay. Um, Do I hear anything from the water in the glass? Like, spirit-wise? Can I, like, sense something?
0: There's no spiritual... there's, There's no more spiritual stuff to this glass of water than any other sort of glass of water.
1: Okay. Figured I'd give it a shot.
0: Yeah. oh minutes pass.
1: Drink, yep, I'll drink the water, rest up a little bit more, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. And the guards come, they collect you, and they bring you back, locked down in front of Dr. Appleton. Patient 24, I heard you had an episode last night.
1: Uh, I think I think the whole floor heard I had an episode last night. Well,
0: they do happen, and you are are a vip guest here um do you want to talk about it
1: i just i just really felt i don't belong here
0: and why do you feel that way mark
1: because i feel trapped
0: don't think of it as being trapped (laughs) the unfortunate fact is though that you are a patient here would you consider someone with some sort of schizophrenia or a mental mental uh disease that becomes a danger to themselves and others as trapped if they're placed in a facility to protect them that tries to rehabilitate them so that they can rejoin society at large or if say someone had a deadly disease like ebola and they were quarantined until we were certain they wouldn't transmit it to anyone else Would that person be trapped, or would they simply be being cared for, just patience?
1: You make very good points, but I still don't see this as a disease.
0: And tell me why. Why don't you see it as a disease? You just saw how you lost control. Could you imagine if you lost control like that in, oh, on a bus? In a crowded grocery store? God forbid, uh, a plane if you were traveling?
1: Yes, these are problems. But what if there are strides to try to control it instead of make it go away? He says, like, really not really interested in the conversation. Just kind of more, he's strained still, even after his rest.
0: Let me ask you this, would it be feasible to do that? Why do you think you can control it? How do you not know that the shape-shifting and the inexplicable rage and anger you feel aren't tied. Many of our experiments have shown that. Those of you who exhibit the same disease, we have noticed that the less angry ones don't have as good of mastery of their shape-shifting. Is it not worth thinking that they're tied? and that to get rid of one you must get rid of the other and that it is worth getting rid of that shape-shifting if it means that it can't be turned against others
1: uh mark puts his forehead into the palms of his hands kind of puts his elbows on the tables like this is eventually taking a task on his 15 year old mind he doesn't know what to think himself it's just kind of what he's been told you know and he's been trying to believe that and now there's this human in front of him someone that he wants to protect someone that he desperately knows that is like on the cusp of reaching a knowledge but he knows that if he helps it's breaking the veil but he is very confused he's very anxious and He just kind of starts, you know, tearing up a little bit and saying, I don't know what to tell you.
0: I have another question then, Mark, if you don't know what to tell me about that situation, why do you want that power? Is it because you want to be better than other people? Is it that you want to have power over them? That level of physical strength, even controlled, means that you would be significantly stronger and have far more leverage over people. The fact that bullets can bounce off your flesh, the fact that you'd heal it instantly and those people trying to defend themselves from you because they think you're wrong can't do anything means that in some way you think that you have some sort of divine right to be better than people and no one is better than anyone else, Mark. You know that, don't you?
1: he goes through memories, not speaking it, but thinking of the ancestral spirit he met on his journey, the discussion of how the prey has now become predator because they are clever, and uh, trying to read in to that riddle, maybe. Uh, and Mark just kind of keeps going silent and he keeps just telling. i don't know what to tell you
0: well there's clearly something on your mind as she gets kind of a read of your emotions tell me about it why are you going silent there's something that you're puzzling out tell me about it i'm here to help you we need to get over these psychological hurdles Because treatment has to include psychological care and physical care here. We understand that this is a toll on your mind, not just your body, Mark.
1: Through slight tears in his eyes, he looks up at Dr. Appleton. And he goes, I want to help you. I want to help everybody. But I can't give this up i want to use it to help people but i can't give this up
0: she does a charisma expressions to try and pull it out of you with four successes as you feel the pull of wanting to answer she goes why can't you give it up are you afraid others will hurt you they can't hurt you here we can help you come on mark tell me (sighs) roll willpower you need to equal her successes Oh, Jesus.
1: Takes. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ. Damn it. And you gotta spill some beans.
1: I'm not afraid of what they'll do to me. I'm not. I'm afraid of what you don't know. Of what lurks in the shadows.
0: What lurks in the shadows, Mark?
1: Can we have, like, a hallucination moment? where mate? Because, like, he's definitely sleep-deprived. And there's definitely shadows about. Can we see maybe like a hallucination of a judge of doom okay. like forming, it forming in the shadows?
0: Mark only knows that because of my out of character quibs. Oh. <laughs> oh. He can oh. see. So, in the shadows as you think about it, trying to hold back the explanations but they start to roll up your throat like vomit. The shadows play as you see what almost look like Bane spirits hiding in the shadows, looking at you, gleam and glitter in their eyes, philodoxes, their eyes gazed upon you because of litany, but you still want to speak out, you still want to tell her, she's been so compelling to you, it grips you, it grips your heart, it's so painful not to tell her what to say, it's physically hurting now it feels like bile's in your throat but there's nothing there it feels like something's clamping down on your heart and it's quickening and slowing at the same time like it's going to seize up if you don't say anything at all
1: mark will look over her shoulder at the hallucinations and begin pleading no don't they're so close to helping they're so close And he'll like, through his change, not reach at Appleton, but kind of reach to her side as if he's like trying to make a begging motion.
0: You hear the guns click as she goes, Mark, put your hands back down. The hallucinations are gone. And the lights turn on a little more so the shadows are just dispelled. And all that's here is clean, stainless steel, light, uniformity. Nothing in the room is out of place. Everything is in perfect order. Even Dr. Appleton's outfit is impeccable. Not a button out of place. Not a single smudge upon her ID card. Nor a splotch on her glasses. As she asks again, What are you afraid of in the shadows? We've increased the light a little bit, so there are none here. You can talk to me, Mark. You can. I want to hear what you're afraid of.
1: All right. Out of character. Um, let's... Oof. I'm getting a sense. I'm in... Mm, everything is in order. All right. What are the chances that I'm in a weaver realm and not in a facility whatsoever?
0: Actually, pretty low, because you were able to... Um, Reach out against the gauntlet, and you did step sideways.
1: Okay. I did step sideways.
0: But that that does not mean that the weaver is strong in the umbra here.
1: Right. Okay. I'm just trying to, like, take a pause right now. Like, definitely I need to collect some thoughts, because... okay. Like, at first I thought it was, like, conspiracy weaver
0: construction. Like... (laughs) Close. You're getting closer to the truth.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: How about this, Mark? If I'm candid about this facility, you be candid about what you think you are. Deal. You have to get that many successes on your willpower roll. <laughs> oh, that's
1: that is that's not possible. It isn't okay. because I only have four. So. so you have.
0: So you feel the need to gr- to agree.
1: Yep. Hesitantly, she, she saw a crack in the armor. She's gone for it. She's in. So, and I, I'll i just look at her and I'll put my hands back down and I'll just shake my head just up and down and I'll say, can it not be today?
0: Today, please. Mm. I will share and then you can share with me. It's an experience. It's what humans have done Since the dawn of time, shared with each other. Let me share with you and you can share with me.
1: And I'll just fold my hands, I guess, on the table and I'll nod my head up and down and look at her. Kind of like I'm I'm ready.
0: This company's got an acronym that is DNA, but a little clever joke by the founders. But it stands for Developmental Neogenetics Amalgamated. We are here to diagnose and treat genetic diseases. We actually came across sufferers of your disease completely by accident just a few years ago. And we have been working towards a cure seeing that this is a great threat to humanity. It's a threat because of your anger issues we've tracked it back to several cases of unknown animal attacks across the country, stories about ghosts and things like that, haunted forests. We understand that people who suffer your disease lash out and exhibit antisocial behavior with their fellow man or in some cases their fellow wolves for the sufferers of Give me one sec where is it, ah, for the sufferers of GLS-1L. But the point is, is that we are here to help. This is a genetics company and we can learn so much about the GLS sufferers and the mutation. If we can do that, we could stop carriers and we could stop people from getting this disease we could stop them from hurting people we could stop all of it and while you seem like a nice young man i have heard tales from our fa- one of our facilities in seattle about some gls sufferers who are sickly and violent and revel in that violence no one should have that kind of power over others and no one should have to suffer like you. We've noticed how people react around you and fellow sufferers. There's something about the gene that trips us. We think it's pheromone related and it makes people wary of you. Don't you want a normal life? Don't you want to see kids your age grow up, have a carefree life, play video games? watch TV, get some fast food on occasion. I mean, come on now. Everyone likes Atoli's burgers. It's as American as apple pie. Don't you want to just let the weight of this disease go and be happy?
1: Mark latches on to the statement of... Others that look sickly and revel in the violence. And he he says, those sickly ones you speak of are the ones that I fight against.
0: But if we find a cure, you wouldn't have to fight against them. No, you don't understand. It's such a bigger picture. Tell me what the bigger picture is, Mark.
1: Uh... A little sleep sleep deprivation and just not knowing what he's saying. He kind of just says something. He heard old old men in Wisconsin around, you know, not only like kin folk and Garu, but also like, you know, Minnesota folk that get a Fenris, the set there and, and all this talk and even and even in just the local humans, the talk of Ragnarok, the great final battle. And he just speaks that one word, Ragnarok.
0: You see kind of a dawning revelation on her face and you feel vindicated. You get this swell within you. She finally gets it. You can see it on the mounting horror on her face for a moment. There's a new feeling. As you see etched across her face, the off-put it, The her face shifts from off-put to a condescending smile. Ragnarok? Do you think Ragnarok's gonna happen soon? People have been claiming that for, well, thousands of years, Mark.
1: People have been, yes.
0: And you're a person.
1: I am a person, yes. Person with. You just kind of looks up insight
0: it's not insight it's typical mystic mumbo jumbo it's the same kind of stuff you go you see when you go to any sort of backwood country who doesn't know anything mark there is no ragnarok there's just the here and now there's um, no such thing
1: i'll ask her a question oh mark will ask her a question are there others like me here now yes what have they told you
0: some have talked about spiders and worms or dragons that's all did you know lepers thought that they were blessed or cursed that many leper colonies created their own quasi-religions to explain their condition
1: mark just kind of smiles kind of looks at one of the security cameras and goes, funny,
0: I got mad because
1: I was yelling at a spider.
0: Really? See, that's different than thinking you don't belong here. Isn't it? isn't it? Doesn't it feel better when we're more honest with each other, Mark?
1: Mark will look at her and go, I've been trying to be... I have been trying to be as honest as I can with you. They're just rules.
0: Rules. So there is a uh, religion based around your condition... We suspected as much there's been too many similarities I'm glad that there's a bit of a confirmation from you as well I'll be sure to note it in my report Mark thank you but your rules don't mean anything and your religion, just like any other religion, is false. Science has shown all of its folly that all cultural changes or cultural quirks come out in the wash. As a, sci- as a community and a culture gets more scientific, they become more like us because they understand that their cultural baggage is just that baggage. And I want you to let go of that baggage. There is no war. There's no Ragnarok. There's just us here and now, people doing good and bad things, and people deciding to blind themselves to the basic principle that their cultural hangups are just that, cultural hang-ups, and that science doesn't give a shit about those hang-ups, and that they would all do better if they would just learn how science works and get rid of the ghost bullshit, get rid of the fairies, get rid of the spiders and the dragons. It's all bullshit. You're young, and I want you to understand that because I think I can save you, but you have to meet me halfway. You're not some sort of mystic warrior for Ragnarok. You're not a Viking. You're not fucking anything. You're an American kid who has grown up in the most technologically advanced civilization in the world, and you've given up all of that progress for a fantasy so that you can feel superior to people.
1: Mark will just kind of look at her kind of in a little disgust, thinking, why have I invested time in this woman? Thinking she's only speaking to me this way, Because I'm 15. And Mark just kind of leans in and then just kind of presses his hand, kind of just puts his hands on his chest and thinks of the ancestral spirit. He kind of hears just a small faint howl in his hearing, kind of in his head. And he looks up and he goes, You call this bullshit. I call this who I am. I call this my culture. I call this my way of life. I just don't go around willy-nilly killing because i want to i help i help people i know i do and i know you help people and i know you do and i know you want to help people but i can tell you've already made up your decision about this yes until you begin to have open-mindedness towards this and i'll kind of point uh jacques Hughes finger at her then i'll be open-minded about your science
0: I'm not going to be so open-minded that my brain falls out. And that's what you're asking me to do. I can see science. Science has done all this. It's built this facility. It's given us the way of life. These cities. Humanity has prospered with science. And you are going into some backwards notion that we left something behind. We didn't. Whatever didn't work, we cut from ourselves and dropped off because it didn't work anymore. I hope you can see that with your stuff. Anyway, our session's over. 24, try and get some strength back. They've repaired your room. Try not to destroy it too soon. We have some more experiments for you. We'll have another session in a few days. I hope I can get through to you. I really do.
1: And I hope I could get it through to you.
0: You're taken away and the experiments happen again. It's painful, there are various different things, biopsies, MRI scans, things like that before you have another night. No spirit comes for the next two nights. On the third night, another weaver spirit arrives and it appears once again in the camera. It's a different spirit as you hear it speak
2: up Why have you summoned me?
1: Mark kind of sits up a little bit, and he kind of whispers, I want to apologize for disrupting the order of this room. Accepted. Also, I could use some company. Would you be able to stay with me a while?
2: Define a while. We'll evaluate from there. Fifteen minutes. Too long. Five minutes. Deal.
1: Are you in the mood to answer some questions?
2: We'll answer any questions you are authorized to know.
1: Do you know anything about their notes on me? Yes. Am I allowed to know my own condition?
2: Only small bits of your condition.
1: Okay. If Garu belong here, then... More Garu should be here, correct? Correct. I think I can help you bring some Garu here if you want to go find them.
2: No. Humans collect Garu. That is the way of this facility. Ugh.
1: <sighs> well, that's a must. Just kind of sit a little Indian style. Is this the only camera in the room?
0: There's like four cameras.
1: There's like four cameras. Hmm. Well shoot, out of character. Well shoot, I don't really know what to do. Shit. Like That's okay. I, I thought I would be able to like, you know, be like, oh hey, like, you know, you like, you know, there's some Garu I know that should like, you know, belong in this facility. You should like go get them.
0: <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> if it was that easy, someone would have escaped a long time ago.
1: Yeah, like, you know, if I thought if if I thought of it Mark's certainly not the first one to think of it. <laughs> uh, shoot. Like, there's very strict parameters here. I feel like I'm stuck here for a bit. Like, you
0: are. <laughs> don't worry. Uh, it's okay. Uh,
1: Mark just kind of gives up a little bit and he looks at the Weaver Spirit and says, Is there anything I can know about this Dr.
2: Appleton? <laughs> Three PhDs, one in genetics, one in applied chemistry, one in organic chemistry. Graduated top of her class. She enjoys hiking here in Boulder. Is this
1: information she has told Mark?
2: No. ha. <laughs>
1: enjoys hiking in the Boulder region. <laughs> uh okay, continue. <laughs> Please.
2: As it goes. That is all you were authorized
1: to know. Okay. Mark kind of like gets a gleam in his eye, kind of smirks a little bit because, like, hmm, bold. And then what's it, bolder, you say? And uh, Mark just kind of, you know, just kind of grins to himself and gets a little bit happy. And it's a little bit of joy that, like, you know, he hasn't had in quite a while. Like, ooh, this is awesome.
0: It's the next day you are fed and you come to your session with Dr. Appleton. 24, welcome back. Doctor, you look a little more spry than normal. Is everything all right? Have you thought about what we talked about?
1: Given some thought to it, yes. And that, I think, a little bit of rest actually did me some good after I thought about it. Good. You're, you're a very smart woman. Oh, thank Appleton. you, Dr. Appleton. But, how smart are you? And I'm going to play a little game with you. Okay. I'm going to guess how smart you are. Okay. Hmm. Dr. Jillian Appleton. So to get a doctor title, maybe you only 15. I'm smarter than your average 15-year-old. I know you need to be... Pretty smart to get a doctor title. PhD smart. I'm going to guess three PhDs.
0: Oh. And she looks a little surprised and smiles and goes, correct?
1: Hmm. Okay. Now, we haven't talked much. It's just these been these sessions, right?
0: That's correct.
1: And honestly, they haven't really gotten this personal other than you questioning me about my past and where I come from. So... I'm going to take a jab at what exactly your three doctorates are.
0: All right. She eyes you suspiciously.
1: I'll look kind of like, I'll kind of like lean in really deep. And I kind of, I want, is there any way that Mark can kind of start like channeling like voodoo looking eyes, like eyes that make her like uncomfortable? Like she's clearly stepping into something she doesn't know.
0: You can try. Uh, That would be manipulation, intimidation.
1: Oh, Jesus. Oh, Mark, why are you such a (laughs) softy? I got nothing in intimidation. He's just a giant teddy bear. (laughs) Never mind then. We'll completely nix that. And we'll say, Mark will say, a little spider told me. That it's genetics, applied chemistry, and organic organic chemistry.
0: A spider, huh? You see... Can I get a perception empathy?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Difficulty six. Yep. Her reaction confuses you a little bit. It's not the sort of wonder or questioning or general confusion you were expecting she's radiating anger
1: and i, I kind of look at her and i kind of fold my arms kind of like palms to elbows kind of you know kind of like that taunting lean in
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i'll look at her and i go and i'll ask her have i touched a nerve doctor
0: that fucking trevor trevor Yes, we know you talked to him. The cameras pick it up. There's no audio. We didn't think we needed it.
1: Oh, I can guarantee you, I have never talked to Trevor about you.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Sure you haven't. And that's why you know what my PhDs are mysteriously overnight after you talk to him, right?
1: Hey, you can ask your guards. They're there, right? While Trevor's there?
0: Not always, no.
1: Hmm. Well, ask your guards. And... Hmm... I don't know take it or leave it as breach of security but you enjoy hiking don't you
0: all right he put my family at risk we're gonna fire him session's over take him back to his room now place guards when any nurse is with him
1: and as i'm leaving i'll say i heard Boulder's some beautiful country
0: as she gets up to you in her face the guards are like Doctor, and she goes, you listen here. You stay the fuck away from me. I accept that you're a kid, but kids do shitty things, and you have the power to do those shitty things. So let me tell you something. I have a loaded fucking silver rifle under my pillow, and if for any reason you get out of here, I will put two between your fucking eyes.
1: Mark will just smile. Kind of raise his hands up and go, doctor, we're just having a conversation. No need to go into a frenzy.
0: The difference is is I don't kill innocent people in my frenzy, Mark.
1: Yes, but your frenzies is going to get an innocent man fired.
0: He's not innocent. He clearly told you what was happening. Take him to his room.
1: Pretty sure you're going to have to prove it, but yep, let's go, guys.
0: Not in this state. At will state. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck
1: that shit, dude. Fuck <laughs> That's,
0: that shit, hardcore. It's Colorado, man.
1: Yeah, I know, I know.
0: <laughs> anyway, you see from your room, Trevor walking by with a box full of his things. I
1: don't even make, like, he's kind of not a factor now. Like, Mark's got a plan now. Okay. Mark's, Mark's got a buddy. <laughs> Mark's got a spidey buddy. <laughs> so, are we back in the room? Yep. Alrighty. I will, once again, kind of walk around, do a little exercising and yep. whatnot, and roll. try to re summon the spirit.
0: Alright. Roll your wits, uh, rituals, difficulty five.
1: Uh, this is my territory here. <laughs> seven dice
0: <laughs> this part remember to yep. get to manifest in the physical world afterwards you got to get a gnosis roll to work
1: and that's a difficulty 10 isn't it yep Alrighty, righty you're kidding me dice so <laughs> all right the spirit shows up okay i don't want to like manifest him again i want to talk with him again
0: yeah, he, that his man, you can't talk to him unless he manifests on this side of the gauntlet.
1: Mm, okay. Uh, what are... Okay. What are some... Are there, like, DIY quick-thinking, like, coax him more into coming into this realm to help me with this difficulty?
0: Nope. It's just this difficulty.
1: Alrighty, cool. Let's go for it. Alright. Difficulty 10... Not difficulty 610.
0: That would be a lot harder.
1: Alright, four dice. Dang it.
0: He doesn't. You sit down and your... Your bed feels more orderly and stiff.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Nothing, Nothing too hard. You're taken into your next experiment. When they cuff you, the cuffs feel a little tighter a little rougher
1: uh hmm let's see here i want to i want to show i want to show the guards a trick okay (laughs) i want to use apecraft's blessing just to get out of the handcuffs and be like hey check it out
0: (laughs) uh so what that means is that you have to have a tool of some kind to get out of the handcuffs that's what it means Oh, you're using you make a tool using a crafts that reduces the d- difficulty of doing the thing you want. Ah,
1: oh, dang it! Okay, I guess I just had Because hmm, see, I guess I was taking my definition of tool because hand, handcuffs are a tool of my trade. It's my profession, mm-hmm. like, and so yes, my but, my uh, my reasoning was is that these things can be manipulated with.
0: Out a key yes. easily. Like, so what I, we'll do I then just, is you'll have to do two rolls. So you can do your witscrafts, difficulty seven, but to take them off, that will require an additional roll.
1: Yeah, no problem.
0: Okay. So
1: okay. Yeah. So you do met blessing. I, like I do want to stress, I'm not trying to be hostile. Oh I'm yeah. Just tr- I'm just trying to be like, hey, here's my reasoning. No, oh, like, no, I got gotcha. you.
0: We-
1: okay. Cool. So another, so we're going to do, what was it? It was wit's crafting. Yep. So that's seven dice. Difficulty. Seven. Seven. All right.
0: These are excellent cuffs. They're not regular handcuffs. They're like the bar stuff that you've talked about.
1: All right. Yep. No problem. And.
0: All right. So you reduce the difficulty by two. So now you must do a dexterity larceny roll. Okay. Difficulty six. Okay. It was difficulty eight, but you're now subtracting two from it. You're able to get one hand out.
1: Mm. I, I want to be, I kind of want to make sure they don't like really see it and be like, hey guys, check it out. Cool trick. And then just show them.
0: <laughs> one of them turns and he fires directly into your leg. And because you're in Hammond, it's okay, but you take two points of lethal damage.
1: Ooh, yeah, definitely injured. That's an X, right?
0: Yep. <laughs> You're lucky you're in your you're luckier in your breed form because the bullets are silver.
1: Nice. I I guess they'll fall on the ground and go, oh, oh cool, man! <laughs> I'm kinda I'm kinda going for like Mark going a little insane. Like mm-hmm. he's he's trying to force it, you know. Like, you know, yes, he's probably in massive amounts of pain right now, but he's trying to suppress it and like kind of looks at the guard and kind of starts laughing and it's like oh not cool man just trying to show you a trick
0: (laughs) as the other one shoots and it's a dart that starts to like numb your pain but it also numbs all your other senses as they recuff you and they get an extra set of cuffs for your legs Alrighty. so several experiments (laughs) and a couple days later no spirits are really answering it's finally your session with dr appleton again She's regained her calm demeanor. 24. Doctor! Any new revelations about me?
1: nothing new. Not yet.
0: Hmm. Bit strange that your revelation stopped as soon as Trevor was fired.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. How coincidental that is. Yeah, well, you're a woman of science. Chance just happens every day, right?
0: Yes, but there's also things like correlation, and there seems to be a strong correlation.
1: Ah, but correlation doesn't necessarily mean causation.
0: No, but that term is always taken out of context by laymen. They try and use that to discourage any results that don't agree with them, much like how you're doing. Ah. I have a perfectly mundane answer. That happens all the time, people talking, versus your more spectacular explanation that you spoke to a spider, in which spiders, as far as I'm aware, very rarely speak to people. Occam's Razor.
1: Eh, makes sense. But, well, I'm sure there's still plenty of stuff that doesn't make sense. But anyway, Doctor... I'm sure you have questions. And he just kind of sits up, folds his hands, and is like, I'm ready.
0: Sure. So you are from the Michigan region, correct? That's right. By the Great Lakes, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there other sufferers of your condition in the region?
1: I don't know if they live in the region, but there's definitely some of us.
0: Good. Thank you for that. So we'll have to triangulate some animal attacks that happen in the city, I think. Why is it that you breed with carriers of GLS, but not people who exhibit the expression of GLS? It's always...
1: (laughs) Mark kind of, like, blushes and, like, has imageries of Lola and just kind of like and just kind of like oh no 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 like uh they i haven't had that talk yet
0: <laughs> oh i see it's something we've observed that you're trying to pass on the disease but you seem to understand on some fundamental level that two carriers reduce uh creates a gls2 we were wondering about them. How Do you know of any of them? They seem ostracized in the few field studies we've done. Why are they ostracized?
1: I don't know.
0: Oh, your laws don't speak of it? Uh, your fake laws? Your religious practices?
1: Oh, don't egg me on like that, Doctor.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that would be my only assumption, is that there's some sort of religious reason for uh, passing on this condition, and then on top of that, treating sufferers of GLS-2 with their various maladies such as albinoism, horns, cloven feet, withered limbs, oh, as outsiders.
1: I know. I kn- and I just kind of look away. And I don't understand why they hate them. And one's my best friend.
0: Oh, one is your best friend. What's his name?
1: He likes to be called Walks with the Forgotten.
0: Why is he called that?
1: Oh, just a name that's given for something he did.
0: I see. And you say he suffers from GLS too.
1: Well, I guess if that's what you want to call it, I feel it makes him no different.
0: But... The rest clearly do. Why did the rest see him as different?
1: Oh. <sighs> uh, In fighting. Just Even we don't get along.
0: Oh, so you have fights between each other then.
1: Disagreements, arguments.
0: What kind of arguments?
1: Oh, silly things. <laughs> Not worth mentioning.
0: Oh, I disagree.
1: Well, there's some of us that really want to hurt you.
0: Oh, go on.
1: It's almost as if you're you're sheep to the slaughter.
0: And yet you think that you can control it, or that this deserves to exist. This disease, being a bit of a hypocrite, Mark.
1: Oh well, things happen when there's imbalance.
0: You mean like your anger? She gets very serious for a moment, and she begins to speak. Do you know what they call people like you who are expected to murder at such a young age?
1: What's the difficulty on that?
0: Uh, we're going to do seven because your willpower is gone, so you're broken. So you're receptive to what she's saying.
1: Could you repeat it?
0: Yo, that's. I'm saying she's, you're receptive to what she's about to say. Oh, okay. Do you know what they call kids your age? With the kind of burden that you clearly seem to think that you have? What's that? Child soldiers. And it's a war crime. You're a child soldier who's been brainwashed by a bunch of zealots who want you to think you're better than people. By a bunch of zealots who believe that their destructive, homicidal anger, and violent outbursts are some sort of divine right to lord over others. Do you actually want to be a person like that? Do you want to be someone who sees yourself as better than other people, who's willing to kill other people simply because they're in your way, that you want to see yourself as a wolf and the rest of us as sheep, as if that's normal, if that's if as if that isn't some sort of fascist identity an ideal that you're willing to murder people
1: and being a human would be better to live in a world with constant sanctioned murder with wars with crime wow. with destroying the environment all what? for the sake of humanity when humanity is at its own throat.
0: Well, Mark, if you paid attention to anything, you'd know that poverty's on the decline. Violent wars are on the decline. You would know that actually things are getting better. Didn't you see? We're doing solar. There's agreements. And while, yeah, sure, the United States isn't doing as well as it should, other countries are stepping up to combat climate change because humanity sees a threat, it comes together, and then we use technology, science, and ingenuity to overcome it. We've done it a million times. We've done it for disease, famine. We're doing it for poverty. We did it to smallpox. We did it to measles. We've done it for everything. And now it just seems hopeless because the burden's on your shoulder? Excuse me, Mark. But humanity's done incredible things to overcome every terrible thing that has come our way. And you somehow think that our culture is flawed? How so? Is it flawed because we go to war? Okay, what do you do? You don't just go to war. You rip people up, you eat, people on occasion we found out and for all the violent wars that humanity has done none of them eat people so tell me how is this not better how have can you say that our culture hasn't progressed and that we still have the trappings of ancient superstitions which are holding us back once those superstitions are cut then humanity will reach a level of unity that can overcome any problem, including climate change, including disease. And Mark, we don't even have to be fully united to deal with the threat that your disease imposes.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. It does. It's hard to overlook the skeletons in the closet, though. And, uh, we're definitely not free of our skeletons.
0: Humanity will rise above those skeletons and push forward. That's what progress means, and we continue to progress.
1: Well, I guess.
0: <laughs> so just think about it. That maybe we aren't so bad, and that maybe you don't have to kill people to make a difference for the better. Mm-hmm. Well, that's oh, it for our session. And so she goes, This, uh, all right, our session is over. We will see you again soon, Mark. Uh, there's another experiment. This one should be interesting. I think you'll really look forward to it and be really excited. Mark, despite our philosophical differences, I'm glad you were open in today's session and I want you to know, deep down, I do hope this helps you. I hope that this helps you to the point where we can finally let you go back out to the general public as a functional member of society.
1: Hmm. Well, I guess I get to look forward to this experiment.
0: You're taken over to the experimentation lab. It's the same place they filled with the gas that forced your body to transform in ways that you couldn't control. They put little nodes on you to track your vitals and they close you in. The chamber fills with gas once again, but this time your body's not shifting, not wildly. You hear on the intercom, Patient 24, we have several nodes attached to you to track your biological information. We're able to track if you are trying to concentrate to shift forms we would like you to attempt to shift forms right now we'd like to track that if you cooperate we will spend a little extra money for you we have a savings for model patients and we will get you some well-cooked steak some vegetables and we'll be able to move away from the nutritional gel so that you can enjoy your meals for a couple days we'll be able to get you a week's worth after this experiment if you cooperate
1: sounds delicious
0: all right 24 could you please take your hybrid form
1: hybrid hybrid oh and i'll switch to uh collabro
0: okay uh are you gonna roll for it are you gonna spend rage
1: oh let's see because you gave me you
0: have eight rage yep uh, let's roll for it. All right. It will be stamina, primal urge, difficulty nine. Difficulty nine? Yeah. But well, I'm in Hamid for
1: it, aren't I? Yeah. Okay, because on the sheet it says difficulty
0: seven. I know.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, Stamina, primal urge... Difficulty nine.
0: You're able to shift. It's hard, though. You feel like the gas is trying to dampen it as you're actually trying really hard to concentrate. Oh. As he goes, that's good. You've taken bestial. Please take the hybrid form.
1: Hybrid. And then I'll just kind of stay through my, like, giant wolfman, like, vocal cords
2: i don't know what you mean
0: <laughs> the next form up the nine foot tall wolfman hybrid form
2: oh
1: okay and i will uh make a concentrated attempt all to right turn into krinos
0: it is difficulty eight don't forget your stamina went up in glabro oh yeah that's right so now it should be seven dice once again, it's real hard as you're concentrating and pushing yourself as you start shifting. The shifting feels slower, sluggish almost, as you finally turn into Krinos, breathing heavily, if almost sweating.
1: And I'll ask... Well, actually, I can't really ask. You'd have to spend a point I'm... of
0: willpower. At which... You don't
1: have... Which I don't have, because clearly I don't have it to resist breaking the veil now. Actually, no, hold on. Have I been breaking the veil?
0: Not fully. Like, it's in a weird gray area.
1: Yeah, that's kind of where I've been trying to keep it. (laughs) It's in a weird gray area. Yeah, that's great.
0: Patient 24, that was very good. We have one more request, and then we will make sure to upgrade your nutritional status for the next seven days.
1: I'll just lift up my massive Kranos-like hand and give the thumbs up.
0: Could you take your sapien form?
1: And I will try to take my sapien form.
0: Okay, that is your Hamid form. And usually you can insta-shift to Hamid, but you can't. You can't just instantly shift. So you'll either have to spend rage or make another Stamina, Primal Urge roll.
1: All right. So Mark is going to kind of... It's kind of like doing something that you've done before so many times, and then you kind of give that look, kind of of like that body language of like, what the... And I guess he's like trying to give a sense of like he's really trying, and he's going to try the Primal Urge roll, or he's going to spend a rage.
0: All right, you spend one point of rage to shift as you shift down into Hamid. Once again, it was very strenuous on your body as you take deep breaths. Thank you, 24. Uh, 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 It goes off when you see the doctors talking to each other across the glass. The glasses, they're shaking each other's hands, doing some cheers.
1: Mark is now, like, concern meme right now. (laughs) Like, concern. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Mark, Eh. you're returned to your room, and the cycle continues. The cycle continues for nearly a full lunar month now, and you feel disconnected from the Umbra. You feel your spiritual side dying, or at least lacking air, that it will be Harder to step sideways in the future if you don't get out of here. You feel drained. It's been so long that you've been here. Your room feels familiar and almost like a home. Simply because of the constant sort of monotony of this. When you hear something under your bed late at night.
1: Hmm. I'll just... Mark will... Get up from the bed, just kind of stretch a little bit, and then kind of walk away from the bed, Mm -hmm. and then just kind of walk around and look under the bed.
0: It's a mouse.
1: A mouse? Ooh. Okay.
0: As the eyes glow faintly.
1: I would like to talk to the mouse. The mouse (laughs) speaks as it goes.
0: Had to hide spiders nearby in Umbra. You Garu?
1: I, I just, like, okay, instead of talking to it, at that point, like, the mouse talking to me, like, Mark kind of, like, re- kind of like pauses and just kind of looks at the mouse and then looks back up and then says, Did you just talk?
0: It is the Tongue of Spirits. You understand the Tongue of Spirits. Makes sense? You're Garu. Minigarino, with ton of spirits.
1: Mark kind of tears up a little bit and he just kind of walks over to the bed and just kind of sits down and uh, kind of doesn't want the like mouse noticed. He just kind of sits mm-hmm. down at the bed and, and there's no audio. So it's just going to look like I'm talking to myself. Awesome. Uh, and... I just kind of like look and I want to somehow be able to. Am I moving my lips as I'm like talking to this thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So there's cameras on me. I'm going to kind of bring my knees up and put my hands on my elbows to clearly okay. show hands for the cameras uh, okay. to show that I'm not attempting self harm. And just kind of put my head down, like, put my forehead on the right forearm and have okay. it propped up on the knees, kind of like, making it look like I'm trying to sleep like this. Maybe it's more comfortable. Okay. And I will say, oh, thank Gaia. Who are you?
0: I am Scutters and Shadows. we scuttering. Smells good food. Kin were coming. Decided to watch over them. Spiders attacked. Possessed kin. Mm. Room here felt safe. Leave mm. soon get out, but had to be sure first before going back into Umbra. What do you do here?
1: Oh, don't worry, little one. I'm trapped here. I'm trapped like your kin.
0: Oh? Trapped like kin?
1: Yes. Like there are others like me here. We are trapped. We are about to be possessed just like the weaver possessed yours. What can I, I... know. I know of other Garu outside that can help us.
0: Morgaru.
1: Morgaru.
0: Yes. Where?
1: I do not know where, but I can tell you their names, and I can give you maybe an idea of where they are. Will you be able to get a message out?
0: Can find need general area.
1: I can look for the sept of the sacred stone. Try to find guards the low core two hearts and fury song can do thank you and if you do do this i will try to help your kin here
0: oh good spill food lots of ground they do the rest
1: ah of course i'm used to very little food these days so i can spare thank you little one thank you
0: as the eyes turn back to normal and see the mouse as a normal mouse, as it bites your hands desperately, as it freaks out, <laughs>
1: I'll just kind of yank my hand away, and just kind of go,
0: oh! Mouse drops goes then, out under your door and vanishes. Yep, and I'll just
1: and I'll kind of bane a freak out, like, "Whoa, mouse! Like, whoa, where toads? Where'd that come from? Oh." <laughs> <laughs> And then I will kind of rub my hands, but have my face down so that the cameras don't see. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll just have a big smile uh, on my face and kind of te- like tear up a little bit. And then I'll return to bed and I'll just kind of lay down and make myself comfortable. Knowing that at least something is happening progressive towards my cause
0: and we will find out what happens to mark in just a few episodes thank you to everyone who listened we will catch you in that next episode bye bye everybody